And we are back. What's happening, my people? Hope you're all well, and I hope that you've been enjoying the shows recently. They've really been a whole lot of fun to record as the guests have been on top form, I feel. And they've, they've, you know, if they've kept you entertained, like they have done for me, make sure to let us know. The handle is kickback underscore Nadem on Instagram and on Twitter. And don't forget, links to the kickback playlist can be found in the show notes. But now, let's get things moving. Welcome to all the first time listeners. Welcome back to all the repeat offenders. And welcome to today's guest. She's a second year pro for the Utah Royals, a California native, and the type of person that can always make you smile. She is Michelle Maymo. Hello. Hello. Thanks for having me. Did you like that? Did you that like was, that intro? It's great. Put, Made me smile. Yeah, I put a lot of time and effort into that. So I'm quite happy that you're happy. I loved it. So, so just set the tone. You can sit back now. You can relax. I'm out to get you. We're going to have some fun. There we go. I'm excited. Um, so to start things off, I don't know if you know this, but I'm actually quite old and I've been playing a long time. Like I've shaved recently, so I look quite young, you know, baby face, 23, 24. But I've actually had a 17 year career. So I see things in a particular way. Um, and I'd like to see things differently for once. So mm. through younger eyes, your own, I'd like you to try and just keep, just show me something different. Show me something different, tell me something different. If it is in, in fact different, Okay. I want to feel young again, basically. Okay. <laughs> yeah, that's what that's basically what I'm trying to go for. Okay. So are you up for telling me about yourself? And just so you know, I ask why an awful lot. So we don't great. do surface answers on here. Are you okay. good with that? I'm great with that. <laughs> okay, cool. Well, this is going to be a fun show. I'm looking forward to this. So to begin with, before every show, I have to go on Wikipedia and other type places like that to find out about people. Not necessarily for the really obvious things, but just certain things which I, I want to talk about. And I want to talk about you growing up in California. What was that What was that like for you? And tell me a bit about your family. Um, I loved growing up in California. I pretty much lived in the same house my whole life in a little suburb called the Almaden Valley. It's like 30 minutes inland from Sa Santa Cruz and like 40 minutes south of San Francisco. So... Growing up there was great. I'm the youngest of three. I have an older sister, Jessica, who's 20, just turned 26. Okay. And then my brother, David, who is 30. And um, so being the youngest, I was dragged to all their soccer tournaments. Okay. And that's kind of how I ended up falling in love with soccer myself. Okay. Um, my mom and dad are the most amazing people that... I've ever met. Um, do, do they have names or they're just yes. called mom and dad? My mom, is, her name's Anita. My dad's name's Joe. Okay. And they've been married for like, I think, 38 years. Okay. I think. That's a nervous suggestion of a number. I know. I'm not too sure. And I should be more certain about that. <laughs> okay. I'm sure they'll let you know about this afterwards. <laughs> yes. I'll ask them. Um, but yeah, loved growing up in California. Beautiful place. And... My family pretty much all lived in that area, too. So I am very close with my extended family as well, which okay. was great. So you said that you used to go to a lot of tournaments and yes. so on. So when did you actually start playing soccer yourself? I mean, like on a team? or just yeah, let's, yeah, let's say on a team. Okay, a team. on a team, I think I was like four. Sorry, what? Four years old. Is that on a team? On a team. What team, what, what team of four-year-olds playing soccer is we this? We were called... The Dangerous Divas. Okay. Okay. <laughs> I'm just trying to think because my daughter's six and she doesn't play in a team and I can't picture her playing in a team. It's an interesting sight. 
most are just sitting down picking flowers. Okay. But I I loved to just run. Like even when I was younger, sometimes I would run onto the field my sister was playing on. Ah, uh, okay. Because I, I wanted to be in it. Pitching beta. Yeah. Troublemaker. That's what I was. My right. parents had to come get me off. <laughs> right. Okay. And when did you? Uh, so you were playing at four, but when was it like a proper team? Proper team. Um, I'd say probably when I was like. Like on like a club team. Yeah, essentially, yeah. Um, I'd say I was playing pretty competitive, starting in, I mean, probably junior high school. Mm-hmm. Um, so around twelve, thirteen. Okay. Yeah. And were you good? Um, I think I was good. I think the pause is just a terrible <laughs> thing. You need to own that. <laughs> if someone asks you, you could, yeah, of course. That's the thing. I I know this is probably the case with a lot of professional athletes, but you're your own worst critic. Yeah, but when you're in a space where there is no evidence to suggest otherwise, you you're can right. create your own legacy. You're right. So I'll ask you again. Okay. Were you good? I was good. Just good? <laughs> I was... Incredible. Amazing. The thing is, the I best, would never have said that. The greatest that. of all time for that club. I would never say that about myself. So you're though. thinking it then? No, I don't even know if I would think that because I actually came because from a Because you really thought good it club. before. Have I? And people have told you this. That I'm incredible? Yes. They, as people have told me that. Okay, cool. This is it. <laughs> we can move on. You've, you've set it up. <laughs> I see how this is going to be. I, Basically, I'm feeling it out. I'm just going to put words in your mouth. Okay. I'm going to try and make you seem like a terrible person <laughs> because everyone knows that that's the, really not the case <laughs> at all. So can you tell me about um, college then, playing soccer there? How did you, you went, is it Pepperdine? Yes, or is it I Pepperdine? went to Pepperdine. 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 You Pepper, got it right the first time. Pepperdine. Sorry, I need to make sure I get things right. No, you're good. And how did you, mm. did you choose that place? Did you have multiple offers or was that just always going to be the place to go? Yeah. Um, I was recruited by them when I was going into my sophomore year of high school. Okay. Um, and then it kind of came down to Pepperdine and two other schools for me. I was getting pretty widely recruited. What, which were the two other schools? Um, Santa Clara and Stanford. Really? Yes. You said no to Stanford. I did. And the craziest part of that actually. Is that legal? Can you so, do that? Okay. I don't know. I, I did. <laughs> so I'm guessing it is. Oh. But I that was my dream school my whole life. Okay. Um, and growing up in the Bay Area, I would go to games all the time. Mm-hmm. Um, and so that was like my, that was the goal for me. And I remember sitting down in Paul's office and he showed me the uh, NCAA ring they had just won because they just won the tournament. And big flex. I know. I know. And I was young. I was 15. So I, and this is before any of like m- some major injuries that I ended up having. But yeah, I remember just feeling like I left the office and my, I felt like my heart wasn't fully moved the way that it was when I was at Pepperdine. Really? Nothing okay. against the program or Paul. Both are incredible. But I think I felt that the best fit for me was going to be Pepperdine. So the ring didn't do it for you? The ring? Didn't do it because I just feel like there's there was more that I wanted from my college experience. Uh, I want to win, but yeah, yeah, there's more. To there's it. more to there's it. There's always more to it. I, yeah, I like that. So you you play at um, Pepperdine. Was it for four years or three years? Four years. And then I need to understand the process of being drafted to the NWSL. How does mm-hmm. that work? Um. So technically, you you just actually like put your name in. You okay. just submit your name. And you forgo any like eligibility you have left in college. So okay. if you like have a fifth year or anything like that, I didn't. So um, I just literally put my name in with a highlight video that I made really last minute because I wasn't planning on entering. You I wasn't, made it yourself. 
my friend made it. I took some clips, sent it to her. She put it together for me. And then where does that clip, where does that go? It goes into the system. That It goes to all the coaches in the NWSL. So they get your name, your name shows up on the draft board, and then your video so they can look at it. So is this a video with music or is this just a video of you just this being awesome? This is a awesome? video with music. Okay. It's um, not great because I made it very last minute. <laughs> does this video still exist? It is it does. available for people to see? It is. <laughs> Are you good with people seeing it yes it's just like a i guess a pre-warning it's really not great because it was very last minute (laughs) so what was not great the video itself or what was going on in the video it was just like sometimes you can't even really tell which player is me okay that's very clever that's very clever something good has happened and i'm one of those people that did it maybe is that right did it maybe yeah i did that maybe yes we still don't know there's a shot there's like a clip of me shooting and it was a goal but you can't even see that it went into the goal Uh, i've had had plenty of those let's not let's not worry about that okay so um so you get drafted did you think that when you sent your clip in that you were going to get drafted no you didn't no i wasn't planning on entering i actually was not planning on playing after college um because i didn't think anybody knew who i was and my college coach was really pushing for me to enter called me all christmas break I'd literally gone gone home and bought a bunch of work clothes because I was about to have an internship the next semester. Doing? Um, working at a nonprofit in Malibu. Okay. Um, and then ended up obviously not being able to do that because I had to leave pretty much a semester early. So I finished up classes here in, in Utah. That's uh, that's very interesting. Yeah. And also, I'm confused. What, what are work clothes? What are work clothes? Yeah, like do you just go to a shop and just ask for work clothes? <laughs> there are some shops that are like tailored to that so you go in and you get like kind of dressier pants uh, and like dressier tops yeah so it's a little bit more formal okay yeah i need to go to some of those places soon i reckon for work clothes you could show up to the game in those work, work clothes. clothes yeah to be fair it's probably better than what i go in now but anyway wait, what are you going <laughs> let me have it that's a good question yeah. so for me when i was playing outside of america you always went in the team tracksuit or sweatsuit really? for every game since I was probably 13 years of age. Okay. Then I arrive here and it's like, we've got a game today, we're at home. When I say to people, which which tracksuit do we wear? They're like, nah, it's just, it's your own stuff. And all of a sudden I'm like, ah, I'm gonna be exposed here because I have no style, I have no fashion and I have no clothes. I find that really hard to believe, actually. No, I've reached the point in my life where um, it's not that I don't care, Mm-hmm. But I think I've secured anything that maybe I did want or the friends that I do want based on who I am. Okay. So, you know, I don't need to necessarily like... I like that. That's great. Yeah, but now also as well with Bobby, the photographer, as I'm walking out of my car, there he is waiting to take a picture. And my biggest concern was that, you know, now I have to wear something different every other week. Yeah. Because I have friends, in quotation mark, friends who like to point out all my flaws. Mm. And if I start repeating myself... They'll like, get you. They got me. Really? Within five games, they were like, oh, those those jeans are interesting. That's an interesting pair of shoes you got on there. Is that the same as the week before? Oh, oh. they're really calling you out. Yeah, yeah. Uh, do you know, I'm, I'll be honest, I'm not over it, but... <laughs> but I can tell there's still a little yeah, bit. Yeah, but since then, I've, I've learned to understand the game a little bit, and sometimes yeah, I'll just like run to Bobby and shake his hand so that he doesn't take the picture. There you go. So you see, you beat the system. That's smart. Yeah, you go. Very you go. smart. So you didn't think you were going to get drafted? I did not. So how did you feel when you did get drafted then? I was really in shock. 
And I just remember I was watching it on my phone. I was about to go into my, my voice class and um, just at school. And I was watching it on my phone and I got drafted. And I was Utah's first pick too. It was kind of crazy. Hum- humble brag. No, but it was... <laughs> That totally could sound like a humble brag. Yo, no, it, no, it, it did. It, it could. It did sound like a humble brag. I know it really did. But it's fine. First pick. That's cool. But I think I just said that because it's. It just put it into perspective, to me, of someone did know who I was and they did want me, and mm. um, it was really humbling to be their first pick because I didn't think I was going to get drafted at all. Did so you, did you cry? Oh, I immediate tears. Really, immediate tears. Got on the on the phone with my dad. And um, told him I got drafted, and yeah, it was pretty amazing. Yeah, that's 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 quite a story. I like that. Yeah. So you drafted, and you speak to the coaching staff and all that stuff, and then it's the day before you're going to start preseason as your first year as a professional. Um, what were your goals? My goals. Mm-hmm. Um, I think first and foremost, I wanted to get a contract. Um, you're not guaranteed one when you're drafted. Okay. That's, so that's, that's interesting. Yeah, you aren't. So you're coming in basically as a tryout player. Okay. Um, so, but technically when they're drafting, they're looking for a certain position that they feel like they're going to need. And last year was a world cup year. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I'm, I'm an outside back and Kelly was going to be going to the world cup. And so I think they were looking for someone to fill that. And, but anyways, I think that was one of the main goals that I had. And along with that was just taking it all in and learning whatever I possibly could. For anyone that doesn't know, that's Kelly O'Hara, yeah? Yes. Okay. We've got to be very specific. Oh, yes. Kelly yeah. O'Hara. We, we, Legend. We paint perfect pictures here. Yes. That's good. Um, and if you can be completely honest here, what were your biggest worries? Um, well, my biggest worry, honestly, I actually didn't even pack a ton. This sounds so bad, but I didn't pack that much because I really... I didn't think that I was going to really make the team. This is really interesting. It's really interesting to hear this. Um, obviously, because I'm far removed from this type of feeling. Yes. But then also, you seem like there's a lot of self-doubt there. Oh. It's, there's a lot of, like, you didn't say... You you're know, the... I, yeah, the, it's true. There was a lot of self-doubt. But why, though? Um, again, I think... I think I am someone that I'm incredibly hard on myself to a fault. Okay. And in a sense, I guess this is very vulnerable of me to say, but there are times where I feel like I am never good enough. I might be good, but mm. I'm not good enough. Do you think, um, isn't that the same as saying you always want to get better? I guess so. So why do you think of it the way that you do? Hmm. These these are the I hard hit these are these that. are the hard hitting questions that I throw it's at a people. Really, here. really good question that I've never been asked before. I don't know if you're being sarcastic, but if you're not, no. I think thank you. <laughs> no, I'm not being sarcastic. Okay. Yeah, so genuine, I'd... genuine. Um I don't know. I think maybe I go to that place of self doubt a little because I went through um two back I went through back to back ACL tears in high school and um I I think I always questioned, am I able to be the player that I once was? Yeah. And um, I actually was a forward my whole life. And I was kind of told my freshman year of college a little bit that I wasn't really good enough to play up top. So they put me in the back because they needed someone to play outside back. 
but they saw that I had what it could take to be a good outside back. And so I think for me, that has always been something in the back of my mind a little bit. Um, Am I ever going to be able to be what I was? Yeah. Does it, the the self-doubt, does that make you better or do you feel like it holds you back? I think in a lot of ways it makes me better. Um, I think I'm someone that I know how to push myself um, because I always feel like I can get better. So I'm never, ever complacent with where I'm at. I've never been. Mm-hmm. And But then that also opens up kind of, I guess, a door to maybe not so good place of because I'm never satisfied in a sense, uh-huh. then I never think I'm good enough, if that makes sense. Yeah, that does make sense, yeah. That's that's uh, that's really good. Oh, thank you. I didn't even write that down. We just became really vulnerable on the show. There we go. Just Honestly, I never said anything. I made you vulnerable, yeah, but yeah, sure. It's okay. <laughs> Let's just go for it. So a year. In, this is a year in now. Did everything? Um, actually, let me rephrase that. Is it as expected? Um, the way you were as a pro, like is being a pro everything you thought you would be? Um. Yes and no. Okay. <laughs> um. I think I realized that it was going to be really hard work, obviously. Mm -hmm. Your job is to be fit. Your job is to be so good at what you do that you give your coaches a reason to not take you off the field, basically. Yeah. And so for me, I think it was hard navigating the first year a little bit because you are surrounded by players that are so professional in how they do things. Mm -hmm. And you're just kind of trying to hold on to their like their coattails a little bit of looking at them and trying to kind of replicate the things that they do and which can be a little bit difficult especially coming from college where yeah especially as a senior you're the oldest yeah, yeah for sure um but overall I mean it was I think more than I could have imagined in the mentorship that I got from players I've looked up to for years such as um Kelly O'Hara uh-huh. huge for me I mean she's someone that if I can be like her one day, I think I'll think I'm good enough. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe, but who knows? Maybe. Um, Rachel Corsi, huge for me as well. And just there are so many people on the team. But Kelly was, Kelly O'Hara was big for me because she, obviously, she's in my position and she really taught me a lot. And she taught me a lot, I think, that maybe she doesn't even realize. Yeah. So... That, I think that was like the coolest part was just getting to be around these players and feed off of them and learn from them. What would you say your highs and lows were for the year? Highest highs, lowest Highest lows. high. Um, so I had the really amazing opportunity to start the home opener, um, which I was not expecting <laughs> at all. Um, and it was amazing. My family was there. I'd never played in front of that many people in my entire... I probably haven't played in front of that many people like over the course of my entire life. Mm-hmm. There are 20,000 people in the in the stands. Um, there were parents at Pepperdine. Like that's what it came from. Yeah. So, and I actually was like very, I was like deathly ill. I had a fever. I wasn't at practice the few days before, but I wanted to play and they were still going to let me play. So um, I ended up getting through. I only had to play like 65 minutes. Then Kelly could come in. Okay. So played those 65 minutes and then I was, literally ran into the locker room and showered because and like got in really warm clothes because I needed to like try to stay as healthy as possible Mm -hmm. but that was a huge high for me um so amazing just to play and that they had that faith in me who was it against uh Washington I think I might have been there you know 
were you? I just want, I definitely watched it. You better have been there. Home opener. Number one fan. Super I know. fan. You are a super fan. Duh. <laughs> Duh. <laughs> and what would you say the lowest low was then? Um, so I'd say about so four games in. At this point I was still starting, I was still playing. Um we were playing against Houston and I ended up hurting my knee. Um, the same knee that I've had some ACL injuries on and just kinda like tweaked it a little bit and it was something that I mentally struggled with after that. Um, Why was that? I think I, like, doubted. I was, like, kind of still a little nervous that something could have potentially been wrong with my ACL. Uh-huh. And it was kind of like PTSD of, yeah. it's like, all of a sudden, these doors are opening. You're playing. You're starting. All of this, all these great things are happening. And then you kind of get hurt. And, yeah. And so, ended up kind of not really playing much after that um until the last game or played two more games and then I played in the last game of the season and but in that time it was I think I learned a lot about myself I learned a lot about what it's like to be professional in the midst of injuries in Mm -hmm. the midst of not playing Mm -hmm. and you realize at that point you be the best teammate you can be and that's big yes it's very very true and I think with the team that you have at the Royals there, you had so many experienced players, like you mentioned, Rachel, who's a great leader. You mentioned Kelly, who's probably a great leader. You had Becky Sauerbrunn as well. Yes. Friend of the show, Becky Sauerbrunn. Didn't know that, did you? I Actually, I did. Oh, you did? Okay. I got some inside info. Shh. I won't tell anyone. Shh. Although it's probably out by now, but anyway. <laughs> and then, you know, people got Vero Boqueta as well. Like, that's nice. that's a good team. That's a good team with some good people. Solid people, solid players. Um. Sure. So looking back at that year now, is there anything you'd do differently? That's always hard. Um, I don't really know if I'd do anything different. I do think there were times where I probably went a little internal just when I was going through that injury phase. And maybe I wasn't being like the absolute best teammate I could be or just because I was worried about myself. And... Maybe that's one thing that I regret. But for the most part, I don't think there's much I regret because I think I learned a lot from the experience overall and the highs and the lows. You learn, I think, more from the lows because your character is really tested. Yeah, for sure. And that leads me right into the next question I had, which I think you <laughs> might have seen anyway. Was After that year, how would you describe yourself as a teammate? Ooh, as a teammate. I'm like my teammates' biggest fans, I think. Um I love my, I genuinely love my teammates Mm -hmm. and I'm so thankful to have them in my life. And I felt really fortunate to be drafted to Utah because I looked at the team and I was pumped. And then when I got here, it was great. So I think me as a teammate, like I said, my teammates, biggest fans, I think I'm someone that I am very quick to take responsibility for my mistakes. I'm not someone that's going to try to put it on other people or mm-hmm. try to just kind of shrug it off but I'm like that's on me and I think that's really important but can you let it go after you've, you've said it's on you yes that's what I've I've actually gotten better at doing that I struggled with that for a while too just yeah. being hard on myself but I've gotten better at that so for the people who don't know how would you describe yourself as a player as a player um well like I said I was a forward my whole life so I think now being an outside back it's great because the way that position's played, it's very attacking minded. Mm. So I think I, when I look at me as like an athlete, I think I'm pretty explosive. I think my speed is something that I bring to the table and I'm strong. Like I'm not bodied off the ball easily. I love like 
I love slide tackling. I love, <laughs> I just love playing so much that I think it shows. And I like to be a player that people are like, I want to watch you because yeah. you you make me like enjoy watching the game. You play it the way it should be played. And I'd say I am pretty technical. I have played on the left side my whole life, but I'm a natural righty. Yeah. But I can use my left foot pretty much just as well as my right. I prefer it sometimes over my right foot. Okay. Um, yeah. So to answer that question, you describe yourself as somebody that people want to watch? I would, uh, I would hope so. <laughs> it's just, just negativity. It's crept in again. Just be positive. Just own it. Just no, hate. but I don't think that's necessarily negativity. I think it's, I don't know. I really, I want to be someone that people want to watch. And I also still think I'm growing in a lot of ways. Like I look at Kelly O'Hara and I'm like, that is someone you want to watch. But mm-hmm. the way she plays, her just passion like shows. So so I want to be. Okay, here's a tricky question for you then. Okay. Oh, we can skip it. We'll, no, we're, we'll let's see. go for it. So you've described what you're like as a teammate, mm-hmm. described what you think you're like as a player, but how do you think the opponents would describe you? Ooh. Um, hmm. I think I'm pretty relentless as as a defender. Okay. Um, so I'll put that as annoying. Okay, put that as annoying. Yes. I'd say I'm pretty annoying. Yes, um, is annoying. I think I am pretty... I think, like, my agility, like, comes into play with this, actually, because I think I can get places pretty quick, and I I like to just confuse who I'm going <laughs> up against <laughs> a little bit. Okay. Like, make them feel a little comfortable, and then okay. make sure that they're not. So I'll underline annoying. Double underline. Yeah, Maybe triple. Incredibly annoying. There we go. Okay. That's better. All right. That's, that's not a bad way to describe it. Yeah. Um, so before year two, let's talk about you as a person. Okay. Okay. Um, who or what inspires you every day or just more often than not in your life? I think my, for sure, my faith has been huge in my life. Mm-hmm. Um, I was, was born and raised in a Christian home. And so having just kind of a foundation of faith has been huge for me. And it's something that I try to live by and live for, um, so that's number one, I think, in my life. And then also just my family. Um, like I said, I'm very close with my family. And they inspire me in so many different ways. And they all do such different things that I think I look at each of them and I can find something about each of them that I want to emulate. And it's great to have those types of people in your life. And when they're your family, you're just that much more lucky. Yeah, for sure. So obviously you're a Cali native. Yes. How have you found living in Utah? It's so different. <laughs> See, I am used to, like I said, I'm 30 minutes from Santa Cruz in San Jose. And then I went to school in Malibu. So I was the water. You could see it from the soccer field. Yeah. So for me, I have grown up around water my whole life. And so to be here in Utah, not by an ocean is kind of strange to me. But mm. I love the mountains. I drive up in them all the time. And I, it's very different than California. But I've actually really started to enjoy it. I think it was a little bit of a struggle at first, but I I really love it now. Yeah, especially you came in winter as well, didn't you? Yes, and it was so I hadn't I'd only been to the snow like one time. Right. So coming in in the winter time was um, a shock, <laughs> to put it lightly. What would you say the best thing about you is? The best thing about me. Mm-hmm. Um, I think 
if I was like just put one word to that question, I'd say I am genuine. Like everything that I do, I try to be honest and loyal. And um, I think people would, would say that about me. And what about the worst? And I'll I'll, I'll leave this one. So for me, because this is this is obviously the harder question. Um, I think I'm too relaxed, and I think it annoys people because mm. the everything around us could be on fire, and I wouldn't be running. Really? Yeah. A little too tri- chill. I think so. Yeah, okay. but it's it's chill because I think I know how to fix this fix the problem. Yeah. So it's a confidence that makes you a little relaxed. Um. Yeah, maybe that's what it is. But I wouldn't say overly confident. I okay. just think it's just too relaxed because, as I say, people can get very, very annoyed okay. in the most stressful times. Like, you are very relaxed it's just, every time that I talk to you. Very it's, relaxed. It's kind of what I go for. But oh. it's great. It's actually great. Yeah. Just, so just don't let back. anyone tell you different. I, I, listen, I, I don't care. I okay, don't care good. what they say. I'll put, the, I'll put the fire out <laughs> and then we can all carry on with our lives. There we go. See, that, that's They'll all be running out the out of the house yeah. or whatever and you'll be taking care of it. Yeah, literally. It's no problem. Come back in. Everything's good. So yeah, what about what about for you? <laughs> the worst part about me, um, sometimes I am very non-confrontational. Oh. So sometimes you're one of those. Yes. And I avoid. So <sighs> It's bad. I know it's really bad. And it's actually like hurt me at times in like friendships and relationships. Producer Ryan, we're going to have to cancel this whole, this oh whole podcast. It's one of those. <laughs> oh, I'm feeling some hate no, no, for no, my not vulnerability. So, not, no, 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 not so. Not so. Why do you think you're like that? I don't really. Maybe I do know. I think I just. I'm all for having like deep conversations i love that Mm. but i think when it's something that could be an issue that's brought up i like run away from that how about if you really believe in something now if i really believe in something then i will like fight for it so you will have a confrontation with someone about it if it's like yes i will so there's certain parameters like it has to be the most important thing in the world ever has to be on a friday and it has to be in the evening (laughs) and then you will go forward (laughs) Friday on yeah Friday evening time it's the only time having confrontational conversations okay that's that's cool that's cool like I'm I am the antithesis of that okay so I don't fear confrontation Mm. I I get to be fair this could have been the worst thing about me like I play devil's advocate a lot okay but I don't necessarily have that opinion that I'm trying to debate but I'm trying to grow the whole conversation yeah so I'm regularly you're trying to to stir the pot Essentially, to okay. ma- but to make it better. Okay. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, that's the whole point. Well, I'm not doing it to be annoying. Your intentions are good. Yeah, but people find it annoying because okay. sometimes the thing which they're saying, they really own it and they stand by it and, like, they'll be like, this is my opinion. Yeah. But then if I see any sort of gaps in it, I'll be like, well, it's interesting you should say that. Oh, you hop on it. Yeah, I do. I do. But it's like, for me, it's not confrontation because it doesn't, it doesn't get me annoyed. Mm-hmm. I, I don't, like, I'm more than happy to hear their side because it, helps me grow as a person as well yeah because i gain like real knowledge about everything yeah instead of just well it's my opinion i don't care i'm gonna ignore you and then we're just gonna move on but each to their own i'm cool with that so for you i've got a section here which um says hidden talents slash hobbies is there anything that you do wink wink (laughs) um which uh people don't really know about yeah um well, I think people are maybe starting to know about it a little bit more because I've been posting it more often than I ever have. Um, but I absolutely love music and I play guitar and sing. 
Okay. Yeah. Is that why there's a guitar in the studio over there? That's why this is sitting right next to me. I was really wondering why you brought that. I didn't, you know, I was... I just bring it with me everywhere. It gives me comfort. Everything makes sense now. I know. Yeah. I've just been awkward. It's like the elephant in the room. I know. The guitar in the corner. But yeah. Just chilling here. That's interesting. We'll, um, We'll get back to that. Okay. We'll get back to that. So let's go back to uh, so you as a soccer player now. So you're technically in year two. Yes. Even though you've not played a game yet. No games. So at the start of this season, before things <sighs> went wrong for the world, what were your goals? What were your hopes for this year? Because they couldn't have been the same as the year before, surely. Very, I mean, different for sure. Um, coming into year two, it was, it was different in the sense that I have, I have a contract so I am someone that is on the team. And so I'm coming back to prove, keep me here. Yeah. I'm coming back to prove that you still want me here. And so I think my goals in coming back were just, I think first and foremost, I, I really do want to play. And we have a new coaching staff this year. And with a new coaching staff, it's kind of like almost in a sense, a fresh start. Yeah. And so if there was anything about my play last year that I felt like, I needed to fix or something that I felt like needed improvement. Um, I kind of worked on that in the off season so I could come back and show them, you know, I'm, I'm kind of a new player. Yeah. And so, and I think that a lot of that had to do with just the confidence of now understanding what it is to be a professional. Yeah, for sure. And what would you say your biggest worries are heading, heading into the season? Um, well, it's a little different, I think, now because of the situation. Yes. Um, and so I'd say, I, I mean, maybe not playing or like not being in the 18, that dress. And that's always, that's difficult. But because you're here to play and that's that's your job. But just with the experience I've had last year, again, I think I have more knowledge now and how to navigate that mm-hmm. in a more, in just a better way. Yeah, but how... Could you go further and talk about, like, how do you manage that? Not playing? Yeah. Yeah. um. Or rather, sorry, let me jump in for a second. So that question, I'll be honest, it's really, really surfaced because, like, you can say how you're going to manage it. But Mm -hmm. one of the things which I've seen across many years is that you always say, whenever you say how you're going to feel about something, and then the moment comes, usually it's completely different. Mm -hmm. So I might have to take away that question because what you're going to say is going to be a politically correct answer. (gasps) Oh, you're calling me out. Yeah, just just because I know myself, like, if such and such is going to happen, it will be okay because of. Yeah. But then you don't know what the build up to that moment is going to be like. Yeah. So as a consequence, when that moment comes, maybe you'll take it differently. I agree. So if you can answer it, it'd be a very, very detailed answer based mm-hmm. on certain circumstances. Very detailed. Yeah. But you can skip it if you want. It's up to you. Hmm. What if I try to answer it, and if you see me going down a path, that's not great? Uh, yeah, go for it. And then you it w- can stop me. Yeah. No, I won't stop you. Okay. I'll just... Do we have, like, a buzzer or something like yeah, that? Just, just do, like... Hit it. Just, just, <laughs> just hit it, and it'll just sound the alarms. Yeah, let me um, <laughs> let me get the mixer so I can just cut your mic every time you talk nonsense. Oh <laughs> no, go on. Well, I'll, I'll test it out. Okay, go on. Um, Here we go. Ladies and gentlemen, this is Michelle Mich- Mimon talking about worries and how to how to overcome them. Yes. Um, okay. So step one, step one, I think is, is dealing with maybe some of the hurt and disappointment. How? I think people do deal with that in all different ways, but I think I deal with it. This is about you. This is about me. 
I think I am under pressure in the corner, <laughs> nervous. <laughs> like a little bit actually. <laughs> but um I I think the first thing that I would do, I I call my parents. Okay. I just still do that. Um I know I'm 23, but I I still just I I need them. And yeah. so I call them and sometimes I will be like I don't understand. This is, you know, this isn't right or and whatnot, but um that's definitely what I do first. Call them and I kind of vent to them. Yeah. About the situation. Yes. Yeah. That's good because I used to do the same. Yeah. But this is the second book now because you've just written the first book. Yeah. In the second book, I would always speak to my mother, speak to my father and stuff like that. Mm. But the way that you describe the situation is never really going to be accurate accurate, unless you're involved in that space. Of course. It's kind of like when people talk about relationships they have with other people. It, one minute, it either sounds all great or everything's terrible, but yeah. people still stay together. It's yes. because the little things that's kind of like you know, mm-hmm. the little things make the biggest difference sometimes. Mm-hmm. So I've always found that, um, well, as I got older, I'd have my own grievances and stuff, but I always tried to be the player who other people could speak to. That's great. Because you're like Rach on our team. Oh, wow. That's a great compliment. Well, I know. She's a friend of mine. Shout out Rachel Corsi. Um, <laughs> because, like, I understand. I've, I've been a, through the game i've been injured i've been playing i've not been playing i've been a substitute i've had to move like i've gone through a lot of things mm-hmm. and i can look back at those now and understand how i felt in those moments like at times i struggled but i get it and i understand bigger picture because i've been lucky enough to play as i say 17 years so when people go through that if they want to talk to me about something i can be honest mm-hmm. And just highlight the fact that it's not all doom and gloom. I think sometimes we can get lost in there. Because I'm like you sometimes. If I get injured, I always worry, will I be able to get back to how I was? Exactly. Inevitably, I always do. But it's just human nature for it to live in your mind. Of course. But you learn to overcome it by understanding why you're doing what you're doing. And then even as as I've gotten older, there's more data. Mm-hmm. If you worry that you're gonna, not going to be as fast as you were, but now you can be measured and you're as fast as you were, then where's that feeling coming from when this fact that shows that it's not true? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So the managing thing, I think it's it's great that you, you have that relationship with your parents because ultimately from an emotional standpoint, that will always help. Yeah. But in terms of understanding this game, I think you need them plus. You do. Yeah. You do. And don't avoid it. I know you're a shrinking violet at times. And you like to get very insular and all that. Yeah. Don't don't avoid it. I promise you it'll make a huge difference in your yes. career. Yes. No, you know what? I'm actually, I remember talking to Rach about some stuff last year and but again, it's almost like I feel bad talking to sometimes my teammates because I don't want to put it on them, you know, because everyone's dealing with stuff. Yeah, but how are you putting it on them? I don't know, by just telling them, you know? I th- <sighs> Let me try and think of a good way to say this. So for me, sometimes when I talk about my problems, mm. I feel like it becomes more real because I've just said it and now it sounds worse. And I'm listening to myself speak about the situation. Mm-hmm. That's bad. But for any person that asks me how I'm doing and they mean it, it's similar to how I ask someone, how are you doing? I mean it and I want to hear what's going on, whether it's good, bad or indifferent. So those people who you share those stories with and share those moments with, it's not a burden. It's a burden to those that don't want to hear it. But for anybody that wants to, mm-hmm. it can make a huge difference because this game that we play at times, it seems everyone from the outside sees these guys are all playing a sport. They're being paid to do it. It's easy. Stress-free is this. But there's so many lows that go with some of those highs. Mm -hmm. And for the lows, people aren't necessarily there for you from the outside. So that's when you need to be around people who understand what it is to be at that point. 
I agree. And they'll help. I guarantee you they'll make a huge difference to your life. And it's, you're not a burden. Yeah. Just try and speak. Yeah. Just try and speak. You'll be amazed what you could learn about the game. Just learn about yourself within any situation. Yeah. Great advice. Oh, thank you. That's Solid what, advice. Yeah, so and that, you're so relaxed when you're giving it. It's because I, like, I fully <laughs> might know people, but I, I, just, I just believe in it. Yeah. And I believe in it based on how I've seen it across many years. Mm-hmm. And like, if I honestly, if I ask you how you are, I want to know how you are. Don't be like, well, I don't want to tell you because you know. Yeah. Yes, like, talk to me. Yeah. For if Michelle ever seems stressed out in real life, is because she's not spoken to me about an issue she has. So just so everyone knows, that's this is the relationship going forward. That is why. Okay. I'm not your counselor. I'm your friend. Yes. And we talk about life. Yes. And your life matters. So tell me about it. I appreciate. It. You know what? People don't talk like that. It's that simple. I know it. It is simple. It's literally that simple. But people don't talk like that. They don't. They don't think that way a lot of the times, because well, they're bu- they're busy with their their lives. Listen, nobody's ever that busy. Well, exactly. Yeah, That's it's just like thing. just let's let's not get into that because I have okay. people who say I'm too busy to text. I'm like, man, until you're awake for sixteen hours, <laughs> can't find even just a few minutes. Just a second. Well, yeah. So you read, so you read the notification. You read the message, but didn't respond. Okay. You could even just speak it into your phone if you don't want to type. You can. But that's fine. Let's not get into that. Okay. Let's, let's not trigger me. We won't. We let's won't. not trigger me. <laughs> um, I want to talk about just general career goals now, if that's all right with you. Yeah, let's do it. So I wrote a few down. I'd like to see your sort of take on this because there's an American player mm-hmm. playing in America. There's certain things that can't coexist, but I want to see where you're coming from. Okay. So, for example, would you like to play abroad? Um, Like... Outside of these shores, in Europe, in wherever, and not play for Utah, like well, is that no, the this sense, is, or is this like okay, off-season this play? Is, let's let well, okay. <laughs> so this is this is what I was worried about. This is what I was worried about. There's somebody that is scared to share their goals because they have loyalty to a club, and that is cool. That is cool. But I'm just talking about you, okay? And your goals, yeah. It's always an honor to play for the team in this state, yes. And this is where you are right now, definitely. But the hope is you're going to play for another 30 years. Wow. 30 years. The game will change. 53. The game will change and 53 will be the prime. Oh, my gosh. Okay? So. That would be. Like I say, you need to set yourself goals. Okay? Okay. Would you like to play abroad? Honest answer. Why lie? You do need to say that. If you say that, it makes me think you're going to lie. (laughs) No, no. I was setting the stage. Just making sure that you know. This is the honest answer. Okay, well, that. that's crazy, isn't it? After all this time, you're going to give us an honest answer. It's been 40 minutes, and now she's going to give us... Everything I've said before, this is a lie. <laughs> Everything. Okay. okay, so is that I'm a gonna lie? I'm going to leave. No, no, it's fine. We've got this all recorded. Go on. At least now, I will start to tell the truth. Starting now. Starting right now. Right now. Right now. Honest answer, no. I would not want to play abroad. Why? Because that was actually a huge reason as to why I wasn't even considering playing after. I didn't think I'd play in the U.S., but I didn't want to be that far from my family. So it's a family decision. It's a family decision. So if you would have maybe gone to play for a team on the East Coast, mm-hmm. would that have affected you more than being a team that's two states away? No, no, it wouldn't have. Hmm. I know, I know. Well, the, hmm. the great thing is I got drafted to the team that's closest to my hometown. That's, that's so interesting. <laughs> that's so interesting. So the, so three, so your family's from California, but it's no issue if you're on the East Coast and you're three hours different yep. or a six hour flight away mm-hmm. but if for some reason you just left these shores yeah then that changes everything it changes things for me i mean i think it'd be amazing to live in another country 
podcast. But it would. It just. Yeah, it's just no one like just the air just leaves the room. Just. <sighs> I'm sorry. I'm. I feel like I disappointed no, I'm, you. I'm, no, I'm joking. I'm joking. I'm. I'm joking. How about? Do you have ambitions now to try and obviously playing with Kelly mm-hmm. to try and make it into the national team? Yes, I actually had some experience with the national team in the youth programs. Ooh, humble brag. <laughs> Again, just throwing it out there. <laughs> just trying Gosh. to be honest. Yeah, you keep doing that. Just trying to be honest. Way too honest sometimes. I know. Man, this is not like me. I'm never honest. Maybe it's because I'm relaxed. That's why. Yeah, it's, it's all a ploy. Wow. Just steal as much There's something in this possible. room, I think, actually. <laughs> There's something in this room. But um, yes, I would love to have an opportunity with the national team. I think that is a that is a goal that's always in the back of my mind. But first and foremost, I'm still like I want to be a I want to be a starter for the club. Yeah. Because if I feel like if I'm a starter for the club, doing well, there's no reason I shouldn't be seen. Mm-hmm. And then if I'm seen, I'll have a chance, maybe. Simple math. There we go. Simple math. I know. Um, trophies. Are you the type that is obsessed and driven by them? Or are you more so just concerned about, say, maybe becoming a starter or just being as good as you can be? I do love to win. I do love. Are we talking about winning everything or just winning a game? I mean, winning a game is great, but winning everything. You want to win everything. You're greedy. I want to win everything. I am, yeah, greedy in that sense. Okay. I do. But it's also, I feel like that is a goal. There are sub goals with that too. You want to win everything. Yes. But you have personal goals in the midst of that. Mm-hmm. And that is being a starter and that's being being an impact player on the field and hopefully if you can help then you can at least, you know, like be a key part to getting that trophy at the end of the season. Yeah, no doubt. So what would you say your biggest current asset is that will help you achieve some of those personal goals? Ooh, current asset. Yes. As a player? Player person, player person. alien whatever you want to say. Um, hmm. I'd say my, my, I think passion for continuing to learn, like the the parts of the game that I'm maybe not great at and continuing to just get better at the things that maybe I am good at, but can still be better at mm-hmm. and having that mentality of every day I go out, I'm going to get better. And so I think that's something that I have that so, could help me. What's the word? Kaizen? Continuous improvement. Oh, is that what that means? Did you not know? I didn't know that. Oh, gosh. That's awkward. I know. I I feel a little awkward. I'll I'll put that dictionary away then. Okay, yeah. Put that away. (laughs) (laughs) You know, I like everything that you're saying, and I like the fact that you are driven, and you do want to get better, because every day you go out there is a chance to ultimately get better. Exactly. But the thing which you're not mentioning, because you're talking about stuff about you, but it's understanding the game. Yeah. And there's so many people who... It's it's like the it's annoying when you're younger. People, there was a team which I played for, and sorry, this Queens Park Rangers in England, and I had a coach for a while who would only play people who had experience. But you could be a young player who's very good, but you wouldn't play until you, unless you had experience. But you're never gonna have experience if you don't play. And I, it was horrible for certain people. I could just see it happening. But as every game and every training session happens, you you start to understand more the the sport itself. Mm-hmm. And what's actually required to be better and to be good at it. Mm-hmm. But that sounds great, but not everybody sees it like that. Mm-hmm. Some people are great at free kicks, so they'll just show you free kicks every day after training. Can't wait till the session's finished to show their free kicks. Yeah. Or have got a long throw or they're like really good at tackling people. But you learn how the game works. Mm-hmm. Learn your learn about your opponent. It's the game itself, you you will never be stressed. 
Mm. There'll be nothing to stress you out because you, you understand it. You understand but you're it. just relaxed. So I feel like, could that just be you though? No, I think I just have my eyes open. Okay. Oh. See, that's the difference. So that's what 17 years will do for you. Uh, yeah. Yeah, I guess so. Weathered. But yeah, so yeah, <laughs> fatigued, yeah, all that stuff. But maybe that's actually why you're relaxed. You're just fatigued. Yeah, I've got nothing more to give. If there's a, if there's a, maybe for me now, my next big burst of energy might put my back out. You know, oh. because I'm a little bit older. Oh my goodness! So you have to be careful. You have okay. to remain pretty chill. Okay. Okay. But no, the game. It's a game. We play a game. Mm -hmm. You know, you can try and work on this and work on that, and it will help your game. Mm -hmm. But your game has to translate into the bigger game. And to do that, you have to understand what you're doing and what you need to do. Mm -hmm. And I think you can do it. And I'm looking forward to seeing you do it this wow. year. Wow. Thank you. <laughs> what a guy. Wow. So so kind. I am. I'm, you call me I'm, out, but you're kind. I'm the best person in the world. Wow. That is the confidence. I'll just, I'll just say it. Okay. I'm the best person in the world. Wow. Okay. Just, in, just for anyone that doesn't know me, I don't mean that. <laughs> Before I get cancelled and get one-star reviews on, on all the podcast shows and stuff, I don't mean that. I just try and help. I'll go work. write a review under a different name and make sure that I say that you are. There you go. Just write it under your name, then it carries more weight. Okay. Yeah. Deal. Okay. Great. I'll I'm do that. Looking forward to reading that one. Okay. So <laughs> now it's time for the Royals Hive. Um, I want you to teach me something about them by answering these questions. Yeah. Okay. So I imagine what you're going to try and do is dance around certain questions. Probably. Okay. But we don't do that here. Okay. Okay. As so, I've as I've seen. There's nothing <laughs> yes. There's nothing that is negative in here. It's just factual. Okay. Doesn't make anyone a bad person or a better person than anybody else. Okay. okay? So please answer these questions. Okay. <clears throat> so you know who wants to be a millionaire? Yes. I love that show. Okay. So you're on the last question. Yeah? Okay. And you still got phone a friend. Who is the person in the Royals team who you would call to give yourself the best chance of winning a million dollars? Diana. Why? She is so, she is like so, so intelligent that sometimes I, it's like things go over my head <laughs> because she's just so smart. Okay. So I would call, uh, hands down, Diana. So who is the last person if they had to pick <laughs> someone to call to win that million dollars who is the last person you'd hope to hear answer oh, the phone oh my goodness i can't believe i gotta answer this um this is this is just the start okay the last person i would call to yes. answer this yes um i'd have to say by the way you created this monster by saying mm -hmm. how intelligent diana was yeah i did this is all my doing correct um i just give you the shovel you dig the hole I, oh my gosh, this, I'm getting hot. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'd have to say, <laughs> I feel so bad. For it, listen, this. you you created this narrative, not not me. You were the one that asked the question. But you could have You're taken right. it whichever way you wanted. Okay, um, I'm gonna say. <laughs> Maddie Knoll. Oh really? It's so. And is it I for love the, her so much. Is it for the exact opposite reason as to why you picked? I just Diana? know what would happen is because because you when you call phone a friend, right? It's yeah. like you only get a certain amount of time. Yes. Maddie would not even be close to answering the question in that amount of time because she's just she's just gonna want to talk. 
Ah, okay. So, so it's not you, that oh, she's incapable. Oh, I know what you've done here. Yeah. You've switched the narrative. I did. I totally did. I'm trying to decide if I'm going to accept that as an answer now. I probably, okay, so that's one that's answer. Being, but so that's, that's just being so that's, smart. Yeah, it is, but that's one answer. Okay. But now we need the actual answer. Oh my goodness. For like, because I don't think that they're smart? Based on the fact that you'd call Diane because she oh. is smart. Oh my goodness. So you're basically telling me no, to no, tell you, you which one of my teammates is not a teller. Sometimes, sometimes. Don't read in between the lines. Oh. This, it doesn't they, have to be a teammate. No, no, it has to be a teammate. <sighs> this is about the Royals. <laughs> it doesn't have to be in between the lines. People, oh. No, I'm, oh. No, 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 no. I have a good, oh, I have a good response. Go on then. Okay. I think I would probably call. Um, or not want to call. You wouldn't call. You don't want to call Sorry. them, but you have to call them. I, yeah. And you're disappointed because you know that once yeah. they answer, you've lost all your money. I, I would actually probably choose someone who I know they're never on their phone because I'd go to call them. No, that's an illegal answer again. Answer. That's an illegal answer again. And then I'd lose again. my phone no, from that's, my friend. that's an illegal answer again because this is one of the later questions. <laughs> we go again. <gasps> okay. I've never seen someone dance so much in the studio before. I know. I'm literally up out of my chair dancing. <laughs> <laughs> if only they could see. <gasps> um, gosh. Right, listeners... Especially Royals fun. fans, you can you can guess now what you think she's going to say because she's going to say it in 10, 9, 8, 7, 6, 5, 4, 3, 2, 1, and... I can't do it. Oh, <laughs> what? That was going to be the best bit of podcasting in the history of the world and you did that. I can't. You can. I can believe in yourself. You can. You can do this. Throw my teammates. It's not under the bus. It's not under the bus because they would probably own it themselves if it's true. Okay, maybe I wouldn't call. No, somebody's gone. Got your phone now, and they're calling someone. Which name would you hate to see pop up on the screen that they are calling? I'm trying to like go through the roster. Um, Oh my gosh. So this section is going to take a while. I can't do it. Because I've, I've got, listen, I've got all day for this. I can't do it because I feel like she's going to potentially, could potentially hear this and then would feel really bad. Why would she do that? Does she get really upset by stuff like that? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Are you trying to get me to say her name? <laughs> just so you know, just so you know, because Ryan is the number one producer in the whole world. Is he going to cut this out? If you don't say anything, we p- can very easily <laughs> just... Pick a name and dub it over the whatever you say. Oh my goodness. Okay. The voice might sound a bit deep and a bit manly, <laughs> but we can get a name out there. Okay. Oh, let's do that. Let's you, have you two no, for me. No, you don't want me to do that. Oh my gosh. You would. Okay. You don't want me to do that. Trust okay. me. Okay. Just say it. Okay. We'll, we'll do the countdown again. Okay. Okay. This time we'll start from three. Okay. Three, two, one. Gunny. Oh, Gunny. Oh, there we go. Ding, ding, ding. If anybody guessed that correctly, congratulations. I feel terrible. No, it's fine. She's actually smart, though. That's the thing. But you just wouldn't expect her to answer a question correctly when it mattered. Because she's not from here. Oh, yes, that's a cop-out <laughs> answer again. Do we do? Do you want to do this again? No, I, I, I shouldn't can, have said I, that. I can, I can keep doing this. I shouldn't have said that. I shouldn't have said that. I take it back. Rewind. We'll just leave it as the answer. Nothing else. Okay. So what I'm going to do, I'm going to speak to Rachel. I'm okay. going to ask her the same question. Okay. 
Actually, no. I'm going to speak to an anonymous, an anonymous source within the team to answer that same question. Not okay. Rachel Corsi. Not Rachel Corsi. And we will dub not it. Not Rachel we'll, Corsi. One we'll, more time. We'll, not Rachel Corsi. <laughs> and we'll dub it over that bit we've just done there. So thanks for your answer. And sometimes it's true that when you get worried about the answer you're going to give, your voice gets really deep yep. when you name people's names. Okay? Mm-hmm. So just putting out there for okay. anyone that wonders why your voice got so deep when you named the person. <laughs> But not Rachel Corsi. She's not going to tell me. Not Rachel Corsi. Okay. So you've you've been a pro for a year now. Who would you say the best and worst trainers are? Trainers? As in like coach? No. Athletic as, trainer? No. Tra- be, how, people in training. Like you go oh. to train. <laughs> oh. oh gosh. Like my teammates, best and worst. Best in training is, I'd say Desi's always one of the best. Okay. She just, yeah, she's great. Um, worst. Oh my gosh. Here again. Um. Here hmm. we are. As you try and dance your way around this one. I can't believe this is like going to be out in the world. Listen. Unless what? Ryan works some magic and can no, edit this some is, of this. Once this is out, this is out, out. And I'm going to promote it heavily. Oh goodness. And so okay. are you. You just don't know yet. I don't. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay worse but it's not like i said this isn't an insult because mm-hmm. i've had people who don't train well and would admit that they don't train well but they mm-hmm. play really well in games yeah oh that makes sense um hmm. oh so much silence on the pod i know that was a lot of silence yeah this is like the fire really this thinking. is the fire content we give people oh gosh this is what people are probably listening yeah, for yeah tune this in part. tune in and watch two people breathe i'd say <laughs> Just hear silence. <laughs> I'd say worst trainer would have to be. Um, it can't be that hard. Just say it. Just own it. Maybe Barney. Really? Yeah. Okay. But she's epic in games. Okay. So it was a cop out then. Yeah. Okay. I'll let you dance around that one. Okay. <clears throat> right. So you kind of answered this before, but now um, the fate of the universe has basically come down to somebody having to answer their phone, someone within your team, to answer, or to maybe to reply to a text or answer a call. Someone has to respond quickly. Who would you call? If they have to respond quickly. Yeah, quickly. The fate of the universe. So okay. It's not just the game. It's the fate of the universe. Mm-hmm. Who do you trust to save the world? You probably don't know her yet. She's new. Okay. But Taylor Leach. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Because so I know she'd answer really fast. Okay. So now how about the flip side of that? <laughs> Maddie Noff. Maddie Noff. Okay. <laughs> so she, so she, hang on. She is never on her phone. Okay. Right. I will get a response like the next day as if she just carried on the conversation like I texted her a minute ago. Right. Yeah. <laughs> I, I know about those people and they're, um, they're a bit disappointing. Um, so who, if, if there's a bit of negative energy in the air, who in the, roster would raise the mood as in who's the funniest and most entertaining again i think desi is someone that raises the mood raises it okay. heavily who's the quietest quietest hmm who is the quiet? i'd say barney actually is that because she doesn't want to speak to any of you guys probably we're not cool enough for her that's fair enough yeah shout out to barney yeah i respect that yeah i'd do the same probably probably uh who's the loudest low hands down Loudest. low mama um okay so now you've been in utah for a while 
and you've gone on a hike, but now you're trapped and you have to try and stay alive, which one of your teammates would be is the best in that situation? To stay alive? To stay alive up in the mountains. So they're like hike ready, born to do it. I'm going to choose... <laughs> I'm going to choose um, Amy because... She would probably just know what to do in that situation. She's mom. She has kids. What's that got to do with mountains? I don't know. But for some reason, I, that's how I'm justifying that. <laughs> so, hang on. So I figured it. So you, so when you're in trouble, you'd like to have a mother nearby yeah, to help you comforting. so that you can be a child. 100%. Okay. Let me be a child. And then, yes. Okay. There we go. All right. So you've just won a championship and now you need to organize a party. A mm. crazy night, like the the craziest night of your life. Okay. Who would you like to organize it? Low. Low again. Yep, low again. And um, now you've gotten the invite to the Met Gala. Yeah. Mm. So you're like top, top tier human. Wow. Apparently like ultra elitist. Who would you like to style you? Oh. That's great style. Great style. Does it have to be great style? Does it have to be like out there? You could go in a costume, some Met Gala, anything goes. You're right. See? Uh-huh. Right. Hmm. I think I would choose for this is hard. I would have said I would have said Mandy Laddish because but Mandy's not on the team anymore. Yeah. Does that count? Can I use that? No. Oh, absolutely not. <laughs> Gunny has good style too. There are a lot of girls with good style on our team, actually. But this is the Met okay. Gala. This isn't good style. You're right. You're, you, that's right. I'm thinking in my head, good style. Yeah. Okay. Um. Okay. I would have. Um. Ooh, Kristen. Okay. That's yeah. I think she. I think she would. Uh, okay. Give me something good. You think so? I do. All right, and now. At some point in the future, should you cho- so choose to, mm-hmm. you're getting married. Yes. And you have to pick somebody to give a speech talking about you. Who do you pick? So this has to be someone that can speak, somebody that can speak very well mm. and would want to do it. Who would that be? Hmm. Mm-hmm. So, again, this is going to be a repeat. She's become one of my best friends. So, Taylor Leach. Because she knows me really well. Is she a good speaker? Yeah. She actually has a fear of speaking, I think. In front. She did have a fear of speaking in front of people. Ah, so that's what you do on, on your wedding day. <laughs> You'd put someone up there who has a fear of speaking. But she doesn't anymore. She doesn't. She told me the other day. And why not? What changed? She said one day. She just it flipped. Just like that? Just like that. She wasn't scared. Okay. So I, I trust her. I rate that. Um, just some general questions now, yeah? Okay. I know I've kept you for a very long time. We'll be semi-wrapping it up. Okay. But I do like to talk. Um, what's your favorite thing about being a professional? The people that I've met. Does that count? I'm trying to think, does that count? Favorite thing about being a professional is the people that you've met. Yes. It is. The relationships that have come from soccer and being a professional, being in this environment. I'm not is sure, that a cop know. out again? Yeah, it's borderline. Do you want it to be more about soccer? Yeah, because you just meet okay. people in just general life anyway. I know. You don't need but to be professional are, to meet people. But these are like special people. They've been committed to doing this like one thing for pretty much their whole life. Like a lot of other people in certain other industries as well. But being a professional athlete, different. 
That's a sketchy answer. That's sketchy. So, so you're gonna have to make it up now. So what's the least favorite thing about being a pro? The people I've not met. Is that what you're gonna say? <laughs> the people that aren't here. <laughs> yeah. Um, the worst thing about being a pro? Yeah. Hmm. Uh-huh. We're back to that breathing podcast again. Yep. This is always tough. Mm-hmm. I'm sweating again. Just kidding. <laughs> um the worst thing being a pro. Oh, there's actually so much free time that I don't know what to do. <laughs> Which is interesting. <laughs> that's again, that's a sketchy answer. That's not really gonna bring us lots of support going forward. Like, oh, what's the gosh. worst thing about being a pro? Oh my god, like all the free time. I know, people are probably hate me for saying that. I think players will hate you for <laughs> yeah, saying that. Probably. We, this no, we work very, very hard. We work really long hours. But we don't. Unsociable hours. But we don't. Speak for yourself. <laughs> I do the game differently. Right, so uh, you scored, was it three goals you scored in college or was it more? Oh my gosh. Yes, it was three. Yeah, I'm proper nerd. I check out. Wow. Proper nerd history. Three goals. Yeah. Um, but you've not scored as a professional yet. I have not. Not yet, but I'm sure at some point you'll get, you, you will do it. Oh, it'd be great. So if you do it, what would your first goal celebration be? Um, I love... <laughs> It's like probably cheesy and kind of cliche. I just love like jumping up in the air and just doing the arm, like fist in the air. And then your teammates just coming around you. The best. Or I could do the slide on the knees mm. to the corner flag. Like the Corsi? Yes, the Corsi the after Corsi. her goal against Portland. Yeah, I remember that goal. Oh, it was a very was, big goal, wasn't it? Was it to make it 2-2? It was to tie it up. Last minute? Mm-hmm. Last kick of the game? Yeah. Just, like Kelly just, sent a free kick in, I think. Yeah, and it's just she stuck in just under the goalkeeper. She did. See, because I'm a super fan. You are. That was impressive. Yeah. But I want more from your celebration, though. You want more? Yes. Okay. I'm thinking you could do, like, backflip, back front flip. Okay. We'll do a backflip, then a front flip. Well, you heard it here first. That's what go. you're going to do. I'll practice. But if I see you kicking the ball away from the goal, because you can't <laughs> do a backflip or a front flip... <laughs> Then I'll know what's going on. <laughs> um, if uh, who would you most like to play with on my on the team or just in general? In general, um, Andy Robertson. What? I know. I'm a huge Andy Robertson fan. I love him. He's so good. What's wrong with you? Nothing. So, of all the people in the whole world, the world of, of soccer. soccer. You, you cho- yes. Obviously, he's a very good player. He's a great player. But also something else which you said. You play on the left-hand side, don't you? I do. So I said, who would you like to play with? No, I can play on the right. Oh, so as long as... Okay, so you'll yeah. move just I'll for move Andy for Robertson. Him. Yes, I will. This is. This sounds like a little bit creepy. Seems like there's a bit more to this. <laughs> Maybe. Just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Not really. No, no, no. Not creepy. <laughs> no? no, I'm just a huge fan. I And he has a really cool story, and he's a left-back, and... I think him and Virgil van Dyke together are great. Probably everybody in the world, or maybe not you. No, no, no. I, I think that's. I think they're brilliant. I, I love them. Okay, good. But yeah, I just didn't expect that to come out of your mouth. Really? Yeah. Who would you have thought? For you, um, you've said Kelly's name a lot. Yeah, I well, that's why I asked. Did had I? I would have said. You would have said Kelly. Yeah, I would have said that's Kelly. Part of the playbook. Because it's part of the playbook. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, that's fine. You keep doing that. I have a script actually that I wrote prior to this. Yeah, I saw it and I didn't answer. like it. I didn't like it. <laughs> but yeah, who would Got you it. most like to play against? Play against. So this is women's soccer now. Okay, women's soccer. Um, I'd love to play. <laughs> it's funny because. I'd be like nervous to play against her, but I want to see what it's like to play against her in a game. 
Becky. Really? Because I've only ever played with her. Mm-hmm. So I'd love to see what it's like to play against her. Would she... Um, that wouldn't... Yeah. But you wouldn't really be playing against her because you'd never really get close. Exactly. But, I wouldn't have to, but... <laughs> yeah, okay. I'll I'll, resp- I'll I'll give you that answer because okay. Becky is a legend. So she is. To say you want to play against a legend is perfectly acceptable. Thank you. Right, there's a question progression here, yeah? Okay. Would you rather... Have a bad season, you personally, and and win something at the end of it, or have a great season and win nothing. Bad season and win everything, and I know that's going to be in the playbook. <laughs> that, that's literally that is the playbook. <laughs> that's like page. I two. walked into it. Yeah, that's that's like page two of the playbook. I flipped right to it. But but now let me make it more real. Okay. okay. So the situation that you're in now, you're in year two. Mm-hmm. A bad season affects you in a greater way than a trophy win Mm -hmm. so why would you still say having a bad season and you win because you are you are in a team Mm -hmm. but you are an individual as well that's true no it's very true um because it's just in the playbook this is gonna sound like straight out of the playbook again here we go i feel like i shouldn't even actually give my response no i know it's just gonna be shot down please give it i'm sure i've never heard it before go on okay so my response. Okay. Okay. I think that you can recover from a not so great season. Yes. People go through. There people go through not so great seasons. So But I'm talking about you in year two though. This isn't year four or five. This isn't it's true. this isn't fully established. We should try to make it personal to you. It's true. Um It's fine, you'd have to change your answer. I'm just telling you your answer's wrong, but you'd have oh. to change your answer. Okay. No, I'm joking. Like I said, at the, like I said at the start <laughs> of the show, I question. have I have a different perspective. Yep. Because I'm I'm sure because I'm weather jaded. All this, like you know, I may look 25, but I'm actually like uh, a bit older. Um, <laughs> 27. So would you rather be? Yeah, 27 something maybe. But um, <laughs> would you rather be the starter, a starter for the worst side in the league, mm. or an in and out player for one of the top sides? Starter for the worst team in the league. I like that. Yeah. That's not hands down. But again, you, you maybe you've kind of contradicted yourself. I was gonna say you're gonna hold that previous answer against me. Well, just in case you didn't know, yeah. like I said at the start, there is a progression here. Yeah. And you've from step one to step two, you've fallen over. I've yeah. Man. But I'm if you want it's fine if you want to own it for everyone, this playbook will be available. Um yeah. and you'll probably hear lots of it when you see any see Michelle doing any yeah. type of media. Yeah. I can send signed copies if <laughs> I need some. Okay. So now let's let's progress it further again. Okay. Would you say you're gonna play ten seasons in the league? For, sorry, eleven seasons, so ten from this point. Wow. At least. This is the bare minimum. Okay. Obviously you're never gonna leave because you don't like the world. I was just about Love, to say I don't like the world. Yeah. Uh. You have the chance to win, to be part of a team which wins two titles, but you're not a significant part of the team. Mm. Two titles. Okay. Yeah? Yeah. So you've got two medals, but maybe you played a quarter of the season. Or on for every year going forward, you are not just the defensive player of the year, but the player of the year, but you never win anything oh i mean again in the playbook <laughs> it would 
Oh my god. The thing is, I. Come on, lie to me. Lie to me on the mic. No, no. I actually. This is genuinely honest. Okay. I. She so just like, said this again, again. An hour in. I know. Okay. This is this isn't positive when someone says they're being again. honest. Yeah. I know. I know. I'm really like shooting myself in the foot. Wow. That's all I've been doing this whole time. That's an understatement. But please go right I ahead. Know. Gosh. In college, I like another reason I didn't enter the draft. I was never given and like I was never awarded anything. Like I never made a like I didn't even make honorable mention of a team because they do like first team, second team, yeah. honorable mention all league. So for me, that's not really a big deal. I just because I've never had that. So I'd rather not have that and be a part of a team where I might not be like a key, key player, but I got in and I played uh-huh. a quarter of the season. Yeah. And we win a title. Okay. So to, I'm not, see, I'm playing devil's advocate again. Yeah. This is happening again. Do it. So as you get older, how much do you think the respect of your peers is going to mean to you? A lot. So if you get voted player of the year, defensive player of the year, that's basically all your peers saying that you are the one. Oh, that's right. The players vote on that. Yes. See, okay, that's different. I forgot that. Yeah, you're saying you're the one. Sorry, they're saying you're the one. And if you are a part of a team that's successful, you'll have a medal. But people might say, did you even play? Yeah. But you're gonna stick with But it's so up. not for me, it's not that I got the medal. It's more about well, my team was successful. And that's again, that's probably such a cliche answer, but that's actually what I believe. It is heavily cliche. I know. Heavily. I know, so cliche. But this is just part one of our interviews. In a few years' time I'll speak <laughs> to you again. <laughs> well, that'll be I'd, so interesting. And I'll play back you know you said this. And you're like, oh my God. You're gonna Get me on so many things. Everything, basically. Everything. Except and you're keeping notes. So, listen. I should have brought my notebook. <laughs> you, listen, you brought it out. I did. The playbook. I laid it out with the first response. The team, I, the robot, Michelle, appeared. The team is everything. I've never been so called out in my life. I told you before we began, I told you before we started, this yeah. is the energy in this room. Yeah. I don't work for the media, although this goes out as media. So you can be honest with me. Okay. All right. I'm not okay. out to get you. Okay. I, I don't believe know. you're out to get me. I just want to know. I know. I just want to know. I know. So two things. Also, in fact, I'll, I'll pretend there's one thing left. I'd like to know. Again, this is a tricky one for the Royals, but the best five-a-side team that you could assemble for the Royals. Mm, five-a-side. Yes. Okay. Let's do Rach, Kelly. Uh, so, uh, well, Kristen. <laughs> Um, Desi. No goalkeeper, yeah. And Barney. And how about your all-time women's soccer five-a-side fantasy? All five. Are are all women's soccer? Everything, yeah. Not just U.S.? Not just U.S. Okay. Sam Kerr. Yeah, she's good. Becky. Yep. Um... Kelly. Okay. Hmm. Mm. I'm gonna put Desi in there. Ooh. Okay. Okay. I know. That's that's very that's very serious. I know. And then a goalkeeper, right? Well, if, I'm sure it'd make a difference. 
I honestly am trying to think of all the goalkeepers around. Mm-hmm. Um, I'd I'd say. Oh my gosh, I don't. I feel like I don't know goalkeepers well enough. I probably should. Um, I'm trying to think of the best ones he went up against. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna say Barney. <laughs> okay. She is a legend too. Yeah. 100%. There's a lot of legends on that team. Yeah. I just gave you. Shout out to Barney. Um, so I said that was the last thing. That was a lie. I told everyone it was gonna be a lie. Anyway. And you're calling me out. Yes. At least I'm honest. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so you mentioned your hobby before. Yes. So now this elephant in the corner, guitar in the corner. Yeah. I think it's time for you to give the listeners what they want. Okay. And I believe you're going to play something for us. Am I? I'd like you to. Live, right here, right now. Right here, right now is what we're going to do. We're going to do this live. Okay. Are you good with that? Yeah, we can do that. And tell me what what exactly you're going to play. So the song is called Hear You Me. Um, It's a song that actually means a lot. So I enjoy playing it. I think it sounds pretty. Who's Who's it by? Jimmy Eat World. And you like it because it sounds pretty. I love it because it sounds pretty. The words to the song are really sad, but they hold a good amount of meaning to me. Okay, cool. Well, I'm looking forward to it. Okay.
Wow. I can't. Wow. Wow. I'm stunned. That was amazing. Thank you. That, that song there is from one of my favorite albums. And it's a beautiful song. And it is. And to hear someone sing it and perform like that, you just made it better for oh me personally. Obviously, you know, you. it's not the case for everyone, but I love that. Thanks. I can't thank you enough. Of course. Obviously, I see on your social media that when you do perform, nobody gets to see you do it. No. So I feel very, very privileged. Oh, so I'm glad. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Of course. Thank you. Hope listeners loved it as well. I hope so. And that is the end. Wow. So um, you can put your guitar down now if you want. Okay. Or unless you want to play another song. I'll play you this uh, melody I came up with. Okay. If you want to hear. Absolutely. Okay. Yeah, this one I just like. Whoops. You write your own songs, yeah? I do. So what would you, how would you like create, what would you say to something like that if you go melody first before lyrics? Yeah, so I actually... Um, oh, you've got lyrics. I do have lyrics to this song. Okay. Um, but I... They're actually, so about um, my... He would have been my oldest brother, but he, he passed away when he was two and a half. Okay. So my parents kind of went through that, and so... I came up with this melody actually on the day of his, like the um, the day that he passed away. Okay. So it's crazy because I came up with this melody and I was like, I wonder what I'm going to put to it. And then I just sat down that morning and the words just came. Okay. Yeah. Do you want to play? You don't have to. It's completely up to you. I can like probably play a little bit of it. It's completely up to you. This is all extracurricular now. All extracurricular. If I remember all the words, I have it written down in my notebook, which I don't have with me. Ooh, <laughs> it's nerve-wracking. It's not fun at all. Okay. Oh man, this is more nerve-wracking than singing the first song. Okay, I'll close my eyes. I'll close my eyes. Okay. Maybe by. The great divide that lies between the skies Come step across that line And I saw you behind my eyes But dreams are just lies I don't remember the rest of the song But that's it That's beautiful Yeah Are you okay? okay? Yeah No, it's just like it hits me Music hits me. Oh, my God. If we hadn't spoken for like an hour and 20 already, <laughs> I'd just keep talking. But no, nobody's going to be thinking, oh, here's a podcast that lasts for 14 hours. Oh, my goodness. Let's have a listen to that. <laughs> yeah, so it's, it's yeah, it's the end. And it's sad. I've really enjoyed myself. So fun. And, I, and I'm, I'm very happy that you were able to come in. Thank you for having me. And the fact you've just performed for us has literally blown my mind. That's one of the... <laughs> best moments of this whole podcasting journey Aww. so far 
I'm glad. So like I say, I really appreciate you. And I hope, I hope, I hope, I hope that we'll be able to get some soccer and can see you play this year. That would be great. And you can keep developing as a player. Yes. And as a human who doesn't doubt himself. I know. I've got some work to do. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but, you know, one thing as well, like I said to begin with, I want to feel younger and I'd feel a lot younger already. Good. So thank you very much. Of course. So yeah, to give thanks. Oh no, sorry. Before I go any further, I, I, I've thanked you, but where can people find more music like that? What, what, where is this on Instagram, Twitter? Yeah. It's on my Instagram. Which is? Michelle underscore Maimon. It's just first underscore last name. And yeah, that's where you can find me. Go there for fire tunes there you go that's the place to do it <laughs> so thank you very much of course thank you to the number one producer in all the world Mr. Ryan Hale and thank you to Miss Media Manager Skylar Warwick those two are gonna make us the biggest show in the world yes or my money comes back to me <laughs> nice <laughs> <laughs> but thank you to Mountaineer Studios Draper Utah and listeners make sure to reach out on at kickback underscore nadem on instagram and twitter and also be sure to subscribe to the show i'm seeing a lot of people are listening but they're missing out on great shows that may be dropped when they don't expect it but for all those who do subscribe just know new episodes are coming out every friday ish so yeah thank you very much and stay safe and we'll, we'll be back soon